Hello and welcome back to another episode of MCU Need to Know, a podcast dedicated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything you need to know. I'm Trey. I'm Jude. How are you doing, Trey? I am excited because, hey, we're bulk recording and it feels so good to have this leeway of back-to-back episodes. Yeah. And yeah. But what about you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm interested in this little bit of time travel here. You know, uh, yeah. Because as you said, well, as you said, mentioned bulk recording. So when mm-hmm, this drops mm-hmm. on June seventh, we'll just finish up a soccer tournament. My youngest have played in. My oldest joining a bowling league. Super excited about that. So I'm excited. But when I'm listening to this, I I can talk. You know, think about my excitement for what I just witnessed over the weekend, and it was the first day of summer school. As this drops. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's a little bit of time traveling when we bulk record. And not to mention, we're only a few days away from Loki premiering too. That's right. So like, time traveling all fits in with the shenanigans of, as you said, pre-recording the God of Mischief. Yes. Yes. But, uh, you know, still in this banter section, you bring up a good point too, with the time traveling, this will be the second week in a row where we're still determining whether or not my new mic setup uh is working so hopefully that's still doing pretty good too um before we jumped into this recording i i've been texting with a friend who like he is an audio engineer like he went to school for this and so uh i was shooting him some test files back and forth and i'm feeling good hopefully hopefully everything's sounding great and a huge improvement from what we were doing well and i'm excited between recordings i texted tj (laughs) and (laughs) We're lining him up. He should be uh, doing a Loki review episode with us. It'll be exciting. So, yeah. Yeah. This will be good. It's good. It's a, it's a good moment. You know, something that I, I want to bring up here while we're still in this banter section is we took a break. Uh, we mentioned that last week. Uh, I mean, obviously, you saw in the feed we didn't have an episode one week. I think I forgot how genuinely excited I was for Loki. Because there was a part of me as we were coming off Falcon and the Winter Soldier that was like, okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna jump into this groove again of watching, reviewing, and editing. But now that we've had some time away from that process, sitting down to watch this trailer, like it hit me all over again. It's like, oh yeah, I love the MCU, and I cannot wait for this. No, I I know exactly what you mean. In rewatching the trailers, it was so weird. I was so focused on Wandavision. So focused on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Trailers came out, you know, I watched them. I'm talking about the first initial ones. Like, I, I've tried to avoid, you know, like with WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I didn't watch the weekly promos. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to avoid those. But I think I forgot how wild this thing looks. Yeah. Until I sat down to to watch through it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've downloaded this episode, you've seen that this is our what we're expecting in the Loki series. And you bring up a good point. Uh, You mentioned how you, both of us, actually stayed away from the promotional material for WandaVision as it was happening. I think even as it got closer, we avoided some of the TV spots. Um, It's important to note here at the start of this episode, we have only seen, by choice, the two trailers the that were the full trailers so this was the one that released on december 10th 2020 and april 5th 2021 there have been some other clips that have released online for this purpose of the podcast we will not be covering any of those so if you're right there with us and are trying to remain spoiler free of those specific new clips 
you're in a safe space because we are not going to be discussing those. Right. Uh, are we bringing the spoiler zone for this episode? I missed the spoiler zone. All right, let's do it. Are we doing it? Like, I don't think we need to, but I'll, we'll, let's hop in. Let's go to the spoiler zone. Let's you do ready? It. Yeah. All right. You're going to hear an audio cue. And on the other side will be full spoilers. See you on the other side. And we're back. Maybe the most unnecessary spoiler zone. Unnecessary, but you know what? We, we, we got to get back in practice. We're about to bring it full right. on for the episodes, <laughs> you know, for the amount of promotional material that's come out and we're like doing a spoiler zone for like the two earliest trailers. Uh-huh. This is really just a like fan service for Leech. <laughs> maybe Nick. <laughs> to be honest. Well, God, I know we're already derailing a little bit here like the spoiler zone had a a different form that it was going to take when we started wandavision but after some consideration between you and i we changed it and there was a part of me that missed what we were going to do originally but i love what it has become now because Mm -hmm. finding out that every week nick sandy does the (laughs) on his own Makes me so happy. And then knowing that it was like very important for like Leech almost sounded disappointed that we weren't going to do it in our episode. So, you know, spoiler zone's a thing now and it makes me happy. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I remember you were doing a promos and having the spoiler sound for spoilers of the promos. And there was one that was super long because we had Rob Logan on. Yeah. And to make the promo fit, we had to drop the spoiler. Uh, sound effect and the promo came on and i was like what's what's missing this is this this isn't right like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah and it's funny too because we, we talked about the transition of how to match my current level of busyness with work the promotional material has changed to kind of help accommodate that you know I, i'm happy with the way we do the quote stuff now because it's a lot easier to pump out but something i didn't anticipate is you can't spoiler zone text like you either read it or you don't and so that's been an interesting <laughs> challenge that's been an interesting challenge for me to grapple with because specifically in our discord we have like an um an announcement section and i almost po- I mean i posted one of i think we were still on one of the no it was on uh, Falcon. I posted during one of the Falcon ones and the thumbnail immediately appeared really big and large. And I was like, well, hold on. This breaks spoiler section, so I can't do uh-huh. this. <laughs> but it's always an interesting challenge. Yeah. And it's a challenge we will continually try to meet. All that being said, title of the episode, this is going to focus on what we're expecting in the Disney Plus series, Loki. So the way we're going to do this is just kind of go back and forth with things that we're excited about. So Jude, between the two trailers, what are you expecting in Loki? So I think the thing I'm most, I'm going to say excited about right now, instead of expecting when the first trailer came out, my brother, Daniel, not friend Daniel, my brother, Daniel texted <laughs> me and he was like, he's like, dude, that's, that's Loki as DB Cooper. That has to be DB Cooper. Um, and it didn't, and it wasn't the trailer yet where he was jumping out of the plane. It was just sitting yeah. in the plane with a smile. And what was so cool for us is we just finished listening to a podcast episode of Red Web, which I yeah. think is done by Rooster Teeth. It is. It is a Rooster Teeth production. Right. They had an episode on D.B. Cooper. And we both listened to it, right? And, and we're texting about it. And then shortly thereafter, this trailer came out. And he's like, dude, that, that's D.B. Cooper. That has to be D.B. Cooper. And sure enough, it was D.B. Cooper. So, like, I'm excited to see 
what they do about that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, they don't need it, but I'm going to plug them anyway. If you don't know, go listen to Red Web, D.B. Cooper. They do such a great job of breaking down and theorize the historical D.B. Cooper. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I can be that surrogate for anybody in the audience listening who doesn't know. I have no idea who D.B. Cooper is, so I'm definitely going to go and check out that episode because yeah. uh, I want a brief overview of what, what to expect with that. Yeah, absolutely. Red Web is a Unsolved Mysteries style podcast. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and there's a mystery surrounding D.B. Cooper and his disappearance. Uh, so I'm excited about that, and I like that they went into that. Like, like clearly, D.B. Cooper disappeared, wasn't found. It was like, oh, but it's Loki, historically. Like, I, I love that, that. So I guess I'm excited about seeing that. But the expectations, I guess, would be, man, what else are they going to do historically? Yeah. What about you? For me, I, I guess we're leaning into this because we've, we've only done what? This is our third what to expect, and we're still trying to find the, the lingo in it. I like the way you did it with what you're expecting and what you're excited about. So I'll stick with what I'm excited about and lead into that, which is I am so excited about the inclusion of Owen Wilson. And mm -hmm. I wouldn't even say, like, I'm a huge Owen Wilson fan. Like, I mean, I've seen him and stuff, and he's been great. But there's something about him as an actor, the role that he is playing in context and, and, and maybe in contrast to Loki, that just feels genuinely exciting. Because their dynamic in what we've seen of those first two trailers is phenomenal. Right. And so what I'm expecting is, I think by the end of this... I think Owen Wilson's character might be among my new favorites in the MCU because mm -hmm. it just, it is immediately, it's so much charisma on screen when they're both just playing their parts together. Yeah. Well, in that second trailer, he's explaining it as like time and you see the white line and the branches and like they're fixing something. Uh-huh. And it's so, it's, it's interesting because like, I don't think of Endgame as a time travel movie. Hmm. I, I really don't. It's, it's a... Like they're jumping, it's it's a multiverse movie. They're jumping into different, you know, universes because they, because it, well, I mean, if you follow their logic, right, and something yeah. and it splits, we get, and I do think we're going to see this because that first trailer started with Endgame. I think that, yes. I think that's the opening to episode one. But we're really? watching right there. Yeah. I think we're going to, we'll, we'll retread. Yeah. I think we're going to retread just that moment and where he, and where he spins off. I do think that, but I, I, but once they did that and they went back further, oh, let's just go further back in time and get the Tesseract there. Well, that's going to start a different cause of events and a different branch, right? Mm -hmm. And so so I'm really curious of, of how they're going to play this out, especially of like, I mean, once you introduce time travel and stuff like that, like all logic goes out the window and you just kind of have to mm -hmm. accept it. I mean, it's even become like a trope among time travel stories where they have the characters flat out say, don't think about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like clearly creative people want to explore the space, but it's just so convoluted that you just be like, just go with it. Yeah. Oh, Cinefix had a great 20 minute video on YouTube talking about time travel and uh, titled like, is time travel the new zombies? And yeah, I got to remember to watch that. You, you linked it to me. That yeah, seems really interesting. It is so good uh, because it goes back into Groundhog Day. It talks about the, the rise and use of time travel um, in, in media and not just in media, not just films. Um, also is as, as 
storytelling element in video games. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm curious of how if they're going to try to make it make sense with the Infinity or with the Infinity Saga, or yeah. if they're just going to be like, no, like this is kind of what they say they always do, right? Like we're going to make connections, but the creators get to do their own thing, and the creators here are going to get to have their own logic and reasoning and spin on it. Mm-hmm. I'm really anxious. Anxious is not the right word. I'm re- I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with that. Yeah, I, I think we even have in text examples. I don't know if even in text is the right word, but like we have an MCU example of them letting the creators kind of like play with it however they see fit. Because you know we had the discussion in the Discord with regards to time travel and in game. You are of the belief that it is branched realities. And I was was slowly losing ground on this because I know I can't argue it forever. But I was in the camp that it was more of a looped based system because that was something that was spe- right. spe- specified with the ancient one. If I'm not mistaken, the writers uh, Eminem are on the same same platform that I am with the loops, and the directors, the Russo brothers, are where you're at. So right, right there, same thing, but two different approaches to it from within the same film so yeah yeah i never thought about what that would be of like i mean correct me if i'm wrong i think endgame is the only mcu property to deal with time travel at this point so far yeah is is each individual entry going to have its own rules or will there be a cohesive rule set to it across the mcu wow i never thought about that till you brought it up yeah, that's it. I, I'm really curious to see how they're going to do that. Because clearly, okay, so uh, thinking about some of the stuff I saw in the trailer, you mentioned Owen Wilson, so you see him and Owen Wilson looking at this projection of that, what is the end of Avengers. Yes. Right? You have the quick shot in one of the trailers where he's looking into a mirror and he says, glorious. Well, in that reflection, you can tell he's in Stark Tower. Mm-hmm. So... I'm thinking that's going to Avengers. They drop into one point and it's kind of a bluish tint. And in the background, it's like everything's just all these buildings are destroyed off to the right of the screen. You clearly see Avengers tower as as part of it. And so is that a different timeline? Is that a different universe? Like, I'm really curious to see how they play with that. Well, I know what it, I think it should be and what it's going to probably be in my own headcanon is universes and not time. Yeah. Right. But, I, but I'm curious of what the language and what they're going to say it is. Well, we talked about it in last week's episode about clearly the, the MCU is interested in the multiverse. There may be a level where they're kind of like showing us in one hand the multiverse and they're laying the groundwork for the Fantastic Four and another. Mm-hmm. But part of whatever those plans may be, the multiverse is front and center. So I see what you mean about it being more universe-based than it is timeline-based. I think this is, you know, segueing to my my point that I was excited for next, which is, and I, I'm rethinking it because you brought up the distinction of universe and time travel. I wrote, I'm really expecting some time shenanigans that I think might be more universe-affecting than anything we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason I bumped this up from my list is you explained it wonderfully about how it's almost this return to Avengers, but in a world where clearly something happened because everything is destroyed. Mm-hmm. And so 
you know, in one of the trailers, we see that like Owen Wilson's character say, hey, the the reality has been split. There are all these fractures now. Yeah. My expectation of this is you can't introduce an agency like the TVA, which is what Owen Wilson's character is working with. Yeah. And not and not have that as a mechanism for things getting wild because Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's the balance of right order and chaos like the tva is the order that they're trying to restore to the chaos of the timeline the universe whatever it is so it almost feels like for as much as we thought wandavision was gonna disrupt things and maybe i'm a fool for creating all these expectations again but it it feels like loki might be more of that universe affecting shenanigans we were were anticipating earlier oh yeah well and it makes me wonder what the stakes are going to be like like what happens like like why is it necessary to put all these back together Mm -hmm. i'm assuming that's what he's trying to do because at some point part of me wants to say well you have these splintered off universes or realities but if they're not aware of each other who cares yeah and so I'm curious as to what is going to be this show's MacGuffin, basically, that says we have to, this is what's at stake if we don't do this, you know, Mm -hmm. and in particular, trust the God of Mischief to do it. (laughs) What a great, like, narrative mechanic of, like, the person you trust is the God of Mischief. (laughs) Right? But no, you bring up such a good point, and I, I think this is why I was so adamant about time loops, and this might get us down a rabbit hole, because I know we went back and forth on this, but you brought up something about, like, if these universes aren't interacting, then what does it matter from one universe to the next? Like, who cares? That's something that's always bothered me about a potential, like, multiverse, and it has made me curious about how the MCU is going to handle it. Slight spoilers for the show Rick and Morty. Uh, which I guess I should ask you because you're the most present. Do you care about spoilers for Rick and Morty? I do not care about spoilers for Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay. so well, and, it, and I don't mean that as disrespectful to Rick and Morty. It's more of, I don't know when I'm going to get around to it. Gotcha. And, gotcha. and so and, at that and, point, it's like, why keep it hidden? It's season two. It's very early and I'll be vague about it for anybody that may be curious. So maybe skip ahead like a minute. Essentially, what I was getting at is there's something that happens in one of the episodes where it completely destroys their their universe and so it gets to the point where they have to just go over to the next one and they Uh even have a joke about it it's like hey we only got three more of these left so let's try not to do this again (laughs) so like even with within them they create this artificial stakes of like oh yeah we can only do it a couple more times but there's no real reason for it right so clearly rick and morty is a shorter show and they can just have like a joke explanation for it what's going to be the mcu's explanation for the stakes of a multiverse. Yeah. Well, it, and it's very similar. My experience of it is watching the flash on the CW. Uh-huh. Cause once they introduced time travel in that show, in one of the episodes in like, I think even season as early as season one, as it went progress to the seasons, you could tell the writers figured out of like, okay, we need to add some kind of stakes. We can't just keep doing this and rely on this. Mm-hmm. Um, because the use of time travel there was, well, similar to Endgame, was a fix, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, we can't keep doing this. And I think maybe that's just something you're seeing with the, that kind of story device mm-hmm. across media. It's like, okay, we can't just use this as a fix. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but again, why I also say, 
at leaning into the multiverse and, and multiple universe theories of that. Mm-hmm. So what about you? What's, uh, what's next on your list of expectations and excitement? You know what? I'm really excited to see, because again, I'm expecting this to be wild. And what I'm really excited to see is the production level and the visual effect. Yeah. Because they were really good in, Lo- in Loki. They were really good in WandaVision. And they were really good in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about that, the budget, you know, and it feels like yeah, this is something you could have watched in the theater. Mm-hmm. And they've talked about that in the behind the scenes, the assembled documentaries, uh, that they're mindful of that. To see these trailers and to see how wild I'm thinking this is going to go, I'm really interested to see how far they push the visual. Yeah. Like, is there an element where it's like, okay, it doesn't get, it's no longer realistic or when I say realistic, I'm just saying like how good the visuals look. Right. Mm -hmm. Or is there something where it's like, Oh, you kind of held back in what you're willing to do because of that, you know? Yeah. I don't, I, up to this point, I don't think I've had a moment in these Disney plus shows where I've stopped and said like, okay, there, I can see budget limitations here. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that, so that's, that's the other thing I'm really excited to see. You know, because they haven't pulled any punches budget wise. Right. Yeah. And it's Loki. It's like the character is around because Tom Hiddleston is that good. Oh, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Love WandaVision. Falcon the Winter Soldier happened. No, I'm kidding. I I, like I love these characters. They're (laughs) fan. You're not. You're not. (laughs) (laughs) These these are like they happen. They were generally well received. We've talked about the budgetary values. But. I think it's a fair assessment to say on the rankings of the popularity of the characters in the MCU, Loki is incredibly high up there in comparison to Wanda, Vision, Falcon, Bucky. Like he is like, I don't want to say flagship because I think that creates an an, unnecessary distinction, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's Loki. (laughs) No, no, you're right. You're right. Like the whole, (laughs) the whole idea were these, was to give time to these side characters and have this development, right? Yeah. That didn't get their own stuff. But Loki being in Thor, Thor the Dark World, Ragnarok, Avengers, Infinity War. Yeah, I was going to say Avengers, briefly Infinity War. uh, Doctor Strange popped into my head and it was actually the other way around, you know, in terms Mm -hmm. of their interaction. But he felt like his own character or not his own character. He felt like screen time wise and all that. He doesn't feel like a side character. Maybe that's what I guess what I'm trying he to say. He has his own arc. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't like, yes, maybe Wanda has a little bit of an arc, but it's not fully explored, but you see Loki grow from like uh, adolescent to villain, to, to anti-hero to maybe redeemed like that. You have a full arc with the character. Right. And you have to remember this Loki we're following hasn't been on that arc. Mm-hmm. This is the captured Loki from the Avengers. Yep. He hasn't had Thor Ragnarok yet. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so it's not fully art Loki either. You know, I, I love the way that you brought this up because this segues perfectly into my next bullet point, which is I'm really excited to see you know, what kind of transformation you can have with a character that has been plucked before they've been transformed. And so there is this little bit of, you know, when we see Loki and Thor, 
I don't want to call him him a, a good character because there is this level of younger brother syndrome. I think we've talked about it. So this level of jealousy that he has towards Thor. And we see that grow from there to full on villain. And in this show, we see him right up until the point of Avengers. A lot of that redemption arc doesn't happen until after there. Right. So it it's curious to me what what sort of stories you can tell there. And my expectation to pair with my previous point is uh, in our wrap-up of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I mentioned I almost don't want to see the Disney Plus shows tackle so many grand-scale things, which feels in contrast to where I said, like, oh, we're going to see a bunch of time shenanigans. Yeah. You know, as far as this looking forward expectations, I think the secret to making this all work is how they handle that character arc of Loki, because it's not often that you can have this built-in setup of time travel, previously established 10 years of films, and be able to play in a space where you're resetting a character that doesn't feel like cheating. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yeah, so that's really exciting for me and that expectation of like, if they're going to pull this show off, it will be through the vein of Loki's character arc. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, it makes me wonder, I don't remember who said this now, if I was watching a YouTube video or somebody I was talking to. Like, I, I honestly don't remember now. And uh-huh. but what they said is they felt like like the end goal for Loki, like what does Loki get out of it was he was going to be plucked out of the timeline uh-huh. or removed. Cause that's the other thing. Like what is not just the stakes? What is Loki going to get out of it on the other end? Yeah. You know, is it simply, Oh, you're just put back here. I think, I think as the God of mischief, somebody was saying, no, he's, he's getting like erased or removed from almost maybe like you can slip in and out. Uh-huh. So I'm curious of what that end, like you said, what that end arc is going to be. You have full reins to cut this, but I almost kind of want it on the record. When I was watching these trailers, there's a part of me that was starting to get suspicious of like, what if the TVA is not exactly what we're thinking they're supposed to be? And it's more of a manipulation to use Loki for some nefarious purpose rather than actually restoring the timelines or the universes. It's possible. Like that's that. That's what I'm kind of getting a feeling well, of, well, but like it's, not it's enough. Po- it's possible because, like, I it wouldn't surprise me if we see Kang. Ah, right. Like, like we he I know he was cast for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, but if this is all going to tie in or set up something, and we know what's coming, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what we start seeing. You know, or is it going to tie into is is Doctor Strange in the multiverse? Again, can't wait to see footage for that because is this going to be tying into that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny. Today I saw a meme, uh, and I I know this because you've seen Community. There's an episode the um, the 
uh, it's the one where they throw the dice and it shows the different universes of who goes to get the pizza. And there's one scene in particular where Troy comes back with the pizza and he just gets shocked because like everybody, like everything's on fire, everybody's screaming and he's just panicking. But somebody took that scene and they repainted yeah. uh, Troy's character as Doctor Strange. And then you saw Vision and Wanda wrestling. Then you saw like all three Spider-Man sitting at the bar. And then you saw Loki like messing with the timeline. And like, it's just Doctor Strange walking in like, oh my God, what have you done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. But uh, yeah, what about you? What's your next point? Okay, so the, the, the next thing I want to bring up, and I was talking with uh, Fran Daniel the other day about this, and he it was this is going to be a mix of stuff that he brought up and a mix of a, kind of an amalgamation of his thoughts and, and my thoughts. And, and the first thing was his, where he's, he was like, he feels like Loki is going to be really close to WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, uh-huh. and, in the sense that, they're, the the Marvel creative team is not going to have an opportunity to kind of learn lessons from those shows, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, oh, this was work and this didn't. And I was trying, I was as I was talking to him, I was thinking, is like we might not even know or see a drastic difference of the lessons learned kind of thing mm-hmm. until like Moon Knight, yeah, because they haven't started production yet. But I think Miss Marvel's wrapped. Hawkeye's wrapped. I don't remember where She-Hulk is at. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you think about production and pre-production and that process we learn about in the in Assembled, they really didn't have time to learn the learn lessons of like, oh, what worked and what didn't. Um, so in that way, it's awfully close being released to those two. And another way it's awfully close is conceptually as good as WandaVision was and taking that risk. And as much as we're expecting Loki to be wild, that's the other thing is, is when we see this, are we setting ourselves up for a disappointment of like, oh man, this is supposed to be wild. But then when we watch it, it's like, well, conceptually, WandaVision was still the riskiest thing. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there mm-hmm. it, was there enough separation between them for us to really kind of appreciate maybe what's about mm-hmm. to be offered? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that's that's I, mean, I feel like I say this all the time. So there's a lot of testaments to Marvel strength, but that's the beauty of Marvel, right? They continuously yeah. build off the things that they've been doing. And for the longest time in the movies, there was a lot more time in between, which, you know, that's I love the way you put it. Lessons learned like they could use that to help yeah. build the foundation of what they were doing. It eventually got to the point where, you know, movies are happening rapid fire, but they have already learned the format. This streaming space this tv shows this is completely new for them and that was something i hadn't considered until you brought it up about like hey these were it's you know speaking of bulk recording these were bulk created like there's not much you can do with fine-tuning in between when so much of has been done together yeah well and you you looked it up there was what a covid impact Mm -hmm. of what yeah did you say three three months covid and then came back Three, yeah, so three months was, of shooting off for COVID. Yeah, it was something I wanted to look into because you, I mean, you brought up lessons learned. Something that I was really curious about is it felt in both WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we both had moments where we we're like, okay, we can see this is where they were adapting for the pandemic because clearly mm-hmm. things were changed. Yeah, and I was the, under the impression that Loki didn't start filming till after 
new regulations have been put in place for where it was safe for people to film, but it had already started recording in January of 2020. So it mm-hmm. got three months of recording or, or production, I should say. It went off. It came back, I believe, in May for another four months. So it's not completely outside the the disruption of the pandemic, but it does feel like it has more continuous shooting in the new era. So I'm yeah. curious what, what that will do to the show as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking Hawkeye might be what you're looking for in terms of like their production times. Yeah, because they I haven't, should I haven't looked it up, but yeah, I'm I'm thinking that They'll have a clearer picture of how to handle the pandemic by then. Right. What's allowed well, in. well, I mean, in other words, they've wrapped filming. Mm-hmm. But in terms of when they started filming, I I think that what you were mentioning, mm-hmm. the, they'll have that that time. Right. No, in fact, I just Googled it real quick. They began filming early December 2020. Yeah. So they by then they had... Yeah, a, a clear picture. And, and I don't want to trivialize it's like, oh, yeah, they just had to deal with the pandemic. Obviously, the pandemic was huge, but it's a lot easier, I'm assuming, when you go into something to be able to plan for it without the surprise of like, I mean, we saw the Falcon and Winter Soldier assembled making up like they had to change locations, not only because of the pandemic, there were some natural uh, disasters that happened that already caused them to reconsider. But with the pandemic, it was the final uh, yeah. motion that was like, oh, they have to change complete locations and potential storylines for this. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's something I do want to keep an eye on. Which mm-hmm. which of these began production after new, you know, where they get the lessons learned? Yeah. That's a really good one. I like that you brought that up. Uh, for me, my last one is... There's a moment in the trailer, uh, actually kind of circles back to what you were talking about, D.B. Cooper, where uh, Loki says something like, uh, brother Odin, get ready. And he gets pulled by the Bifrost after jumping in the plane. I'm expecting to see a return to Asgard. I know the Bifrost isn't immediately like, oh, going back to Asgard. But that in in conjunction with Loki's line makes me think we will be. So I'm expecting that what i'm excited about it is i think the logical jump is to be like oh are we going to get a thor cameo are we going to get an odin cameo Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what i would be really excited as much as i'd love to see them in this but what i'd be really excited for is if we saw (laughs) 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 is if we saw uh more frigga you know, it, okay, okay. It, in in game, Thor got to have his moment with his mom, and it's one of the most beautiful moments in the movie. We know how important that relationship was to Loki and his mom. It would be really cool if we get to see him have some um, final moment or some sort of closure with her that Thor got as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would really be good to bring her back. Hmm. Let me see. Who would I want them to bring back like that? God, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can have a good choice. I Heimdall? Heimdall would work. Heimdall would work. I mean, uh, you got to logically, Heimdall's yeah. the one summoning them back. Yeah. Yeah, that's another good choice. Man, you got all the good choices. I don't, I'm not going to throw I'm sorry, I spoke out of time. No, <laughs> don't. Like, that's, that was fantastic. Like, both of those are great. Uh-huh. You know, um... You know, I, the only other thing I'd add maybe is we haven't got to see them much, them, but L- Lady Sif. 
you know? Yeah. Maybe like see them like a little cameo. That would be really cool. Is it the Warriors five? Yeah. Yeah. Like that would, that would be really cool. You know, so something like that would be cool too, but yours was, yours was too good. Either one of those would be really good. <laughs> I don't think they're going to go with the Anthony Hopkins and bring Odin back. Don't think. Yeah. They barely got him to the, uh, what was it, the Golden Globes? <laughs> what did he <laughs> show up in pajamas for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that, there was some, was that a thing? Yeah. There was some award show where it was, it was, Speaking seriously, uh, Chadwick Boseman was awarded post, uh, posthumously. How's that word pronounced? Yeah, I've only ever read it. Posthumously. Posthumously. Uh, he was awarded and he won. Well, no, he didn't win. Everybody expected him to win, but Anthony Hopkins won. So he wasn't prepped to be there for the digital acceptance speech. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was that was my long winded joke. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm so, so yeah. glad we're getting back into practice for Loki. <laughs> uh, but no, like that's that uh, was it was a good trip. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, at that point, I got to lay out on you, but but yeah, yeah. Those, those that's what I'm excited and anticipating with that, and then that rounds out my list of uh, things pulled from the trailer. So, uh, any final ones from you, or do we cover them all? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, if you have any expectations or excitement for the upcoming Loki series, you can always reach us at MCU Need to Know on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you'd like to join our Discord, you can find a link to that in the show notes. We're going to have a place to have general Loki discussion as well as a full spoiler section where we can discuss each episode as they release on Wednesdays. Um, I guess it's important to say if people don't know this by now, uh, Loki's releasing on Wednesdays. So right, well, Loki's recent on Wednesdays. Our episodes will still drop the f- Monday after. Um, in the meantime, while you're on Discord, make sure you get onto the roll assign. Click the eye emojis to open up the spoiler channels. And while you're on your computer, hop onto Apple Podcast, give us a rating and review, or wherever it is you're listening. Give us whatever their version of that system is. Make sure you're following us. Um, tremendous help to the show. We love the feedback and share with a friend, you know, let's continue to have the larger conversation. Yeah. We'd also like to thank Nick Sandy for the use of our theme song, which is his rendition of the Avengers theme. You can find more of his work in the SoundCloud, which is linked in the show notes. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for doing this to you. Thank you, Trey. We'll see you all next week. But what about you? How are you doing? Uh... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you know, we, we always talk about it. It's so weird in this, like... We're doing the bulk recording, the back-to-back episodes. Um, yeah. The yeah. banter's weird because we just we just caught up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Are we on a pause? Are we not? I was trying to save it for a non-pause, but we can pause if you want to pause. You can leave your pause behind, because if they don't pause, <laughs> now it's a pause. <laughs> I get back in my streaming chair and immediately click back.
Oh my god. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <sighs> oh man. I kind of want that to stay in now. <laughs> oh my god. This is off to a great start. <sighs> okay. I'll go back to the how I'm doing. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I'm still giggling. <laughs> it's okay, I'll wait. Okay. <laughs>